0: From love and radio, you're listening to The Secrets Hotline at 929 Secrets. I'm Nick Vander Kolk.
1: Hi. I heard your solicitation for fears and I assume it's some sort of Halloween podcast maybe I'm too late for it, but my childhood was consumed with this fear of Dr. Seuss books cartoons etc I did not like it I did not like it in school I did not like it at home I did not like it at friends house I did not like it I said I said uh, uh, that was a dumb bet I'm sorry but what I'm trying to say is that I thought the drawings were creepy I didn't like the characters I don't like red fish, one fish, whatever. I don't like cat in the hat. I don't like green eggs and ham. I don't like any of it. And it's funny because there's almost nothing more universally beloved than Dr. Seuss, Dr. Theodore Geisel. In first grade, everybody acted like I was insane. Like, who doesn't like Dr. Seuss? What are you, crazy? I am 38 now. It's ridiculous. I don't, I don't fear it the same way I used to, but I definitely, uh, if I'm watching TV around the Christmas season, and I see that for the Grinch who stole Christmas, I might walk out of the room.
2: My biggest fear when I was a kid was skulls and skeletons Uh, I have no idea where it came from, but it felt primal and visceral and raw. If I saw a book when I was a kid that had a Jolly Roger pirate flag on it, I would have nightmares for like days afterwards. I could not stand to go into museums where uh, there might be mummies or, or bones or of, of any description. I don't have it so much anymore, but this lasted into my teens, well beyond the point in which it was reasonable for a kid <laughs> to have such an intense phobia. I remember going with my family to a museum and I was probably about 13 years old So definitely at the age where this phobia was something that I was really kind of embarrassed about because I just could not get past it. And the rest of my family went into the sort of the wing where there was a mummy exhibit. And I tried so hard to get the courage to go into that wing and be in the presence of these mummies. I was sitting in the atrium just outside the exhibit, trying to psych myself up, trying to gain the courage. I walk up, and I stood in the archway, and I looked into a room, and I don't know, maybe about 100 feet away, a little bit further, there was a glass case with a mummy inside of it, you know, dimly lit. And I was just like, come on, you fucking idiot. Just walk in there. There's nothing to be afraid of. Just walk in there. And I look at this case, when I see this body. And my fear was reverberating in my body so intensely that I literally started hallucinating. I was literally seeing it, not just in my mind's eye, but it was, it was actually... I was seeing the mummy get up slowly and turn its head towards me, and I gave up. I I couldn't do it. Somehow I knew that I wasn't literally seeing what I was literally seeing, but I couldn't do it. And I sat back down, and I waited for the rest of my family to come out.
3: I'm afraid of mannequins. I'm shit scared of them. I used to have to have my ex-boyfriend walk ahead of me in museums to make sure there wasn't one. And there's lots of secret ones in museums. There's an exhibition in the National Museum in the town I live in that people always encourage me to go to. It's got lifelike, massive featured, like realistic portrayals of people in war. And it's scarier when they're bigger and realistic. Having watched Westworld too early as a child... Remembering things coming to life to to kill you. I'm scared of
4: my own shadow. It feels a little immature <laughs> to admit, but I am. I'm scared of the shadows. And I mean that in a both a physical sense and a metaphorical sense. I recently was hospitalized in a psychiatric hospital kind of on my own, kind of not. And I think my actual shadow in a metaphorical sense, <laughs> so I have to be careful about what I say, is something that I don't want to see. And I feel like I'm being forced to see my past and my past traumas. And when I was a kid, I was actually scared of the dark and I was scared of masks and it's all coming back thanks you know that
5: feeling if you were like walking and not looking where you're going and you run right into somebody who's maybe doing the same thing not looking where they're going and you just like hit body on body my fear is I'll experience that feeling at night when I'm walking to the bathroom in the dark that so I'll just run into an unexpected body and then it's just like over it's completely done I think what I'm most afraid of I've always been afraid of it and I didn't even really know it existed until I saw this movie The Diving Bell and the Butterfly what I'm most afraid of is I guess what's referred to as shut-in syndrome which is that your mind is Completely cognizant and active, and yet you're unable to move or speak or communicate with anybody outside of your seemingly catatonic state. You are listening and observing and thinking while all of this stuff is going around you and decisions are being made about you and things are being done to you. You have zero control and zero zero ability to reach out to anybody. I don't believe in heaven and hell. I'm not a religious person, but to me that is fucking hell. That is beyond abhorrent and is a, almost a form of cruel torture that the universe puts out there and to a state of existence. Nightmare, absolute nightmare.
3: Why are so many people all over the globe choosing the Secrets Hotline as their hotline? Find out for yourself by calling 1929-SECRETS. That's 929-732-7387. Answering service also available at SecretsHotline.org. I was thinking about my grandmother, who was so deeply afraid of snakes that she couldn't handle, like, snake-shaped Gummy candies. We had a family get together recently, and we were counting times of watching her terrified retrieving them mm-hmm. from the pick and mix bin at a supermarket, and my sister going to my grandmother's house and being quietly handed a paper bag that she opened to find the severed heads of gummy candies that she needed to decorate a cake. She was a really avid cake decorator. She loved, like, more than anything, the crocodile hunter. Amazing, I'll miss her every day. My name is Bone. I just want the little, the little, The, the thing where you, where they mute your name. I have a lot of irrational fears, like alligators, even though I don't live where alligators are. But recently, my biggest fear has been that my dad will get into a car accident and won't come home. I feel like I believe in it very much because when I was younger, we weren't as close. And I feel like now that I'm much closer to him, the universe will try to taken away from me.
0: Greetings from Mexico City. One of my greatest fears is losing my mother to Alzheimer's, which is already happening. She is entering the advanced stage of dementia. I fear losing her. The person is right there, but the person you knew is gone. I often picture her or dream about her just staring out of the window with a blank stare or doing something outrageous like eating pebbles or marbles or something like that to be completely honest i really really hope that she dies before she reaches that state of dementia
6: hey this is for the guy who has only been married five months and he's not sure what to do just get divorced let it go I can't believe how similar your story was to mine. We were together for eight years and then decided to get married. There was a few times during the wedding planning and all that stuff where I was like, what am I doing? And just went through with it anyway. 11 months later, we were divorced. About three months after that, I found out She was having an affair with her coworker who was married with a bunch of kids and all that good stuff. Luckily, we didn't have any kids. We didn't have any joint property like you did, but 60 some odd percent of marriages ended in divorce. You're winning, you know what I mean? You're in the 60 percentile, you know? (laughs) Like Like you're winning at life because marriage, doesn't work for everyone and if this woman is telling you i'm not in love with you anymore listen to her my secret is that everything after divorce is better sex is better relationships are better self-awareness is better life is just better your only other alternative is to stay in this relationship and keep hoping that somebody changes that doesn't happen or you can change yourself i.e. Compromise and become a lesser version of yourself to maybe, maybe please your partner. But it doesn't work that way.
4: Hi, my name is... Um, I'm 31 years old. I was listening to the podcast this past week, and this is just for the guy that talked about having a... Big butt on his face. I feel that. And also, that is a very normal thing, I feel like, to want. Not a bigger woman, but I do have a big butt, and I would sit on a face if I have a chance. <laughs> um, I guess I just wanted to call and say that. Um, Yeah. So keep living your best life. Get those big booties in your face when you can. Um, That is all. Bye.
0: That's it for the Secrets Hotline, for now. Of course, you can leave your own secret or response at SecretsHotline.org by calling 929Secrets or recording something yourself and emailing it to me at contact at SecretsHotline.org. As always, if you change your mind for whatever reason, just call back within 24 hours and I'll make sure your call doesn't make it into the podcast. And if you can, find a quiet place to record and don't use a speakerphone or hands-free device, Quality of the call is much better when you don't. This episode featured the music of H2O. Our end theme is by Stephen Jackson. Check the show notes for the full playlist. The Secrets Hotline is a labor of love and radio and made possible thanks to our subscribers. If you want to join the group of fine, beautiful people who make this show possible, go to loveandradio.org/slash member to support us on Patreon, or if you use Apple Podcasts, just subscribe right in the app. You'll be supporting a show you love and get access to special ad-free extended episodes. If you like the show, please leave a rating and review in your favorite podcast app. I'm Nicholas Sardine Punch Punch Vander Kolk. Thank you for listening.